Chronicles chapter 1, verse 1. Solomon has become king. And we read, Solomon, son of David, established himself firmly over his kingdom. For the Lord his God was with him and made him exceedingly great. Indeed, Solomon was one of the greatest kings who ever reigned on earth. As we learn in 2 Kings, he was also a very flawed person. And those flaws ultimately bring him down. At the end of Solomon's reign, God said, since this is your attitude, I'm taking the kingdom away from you and giving it to someone else. Well, at this point, when he becomes king, he has huge potential. No one has ever inherited something like Solomon inherited. David built, out of a loose confederation of 12 tribes, a united monarchy. David controls the trade routes linking Egypt, the food production center, with the rest of the world. David controls all the land trade routes, the Via Maris, the King's Highway, and the linking roads. And in combination with Hiram, King of Tyre, controls the maritime trade routes. David forges that united monarchy through warfare and making very wise political alliances with very important people. He raises Israel from nothing to a major world power. Solomon inherits that. And he inherits the potential of that kingdom to truly dominate the entire world. And it's a very big job. Imagine stepping into the shoes of David and continuing with the work. Well, in verse 2, Solomon spoke to all Israel, to the commanders of thousands, commanders of hundreds, to the judges and the leaders and the heads of families. And Solomon and the whole assembly went to the high place at Gibeon, for God's tent of meeting was there, the tabernacle, which Moses, the Lord's servant, had made in the desert. Now, David had brought up the Ark of the Covenant from Kiriath Arim to the place he had prepared for it in the courtyard of his palace, because he had pitched a tent for it in Jerusalem. But the bronze altar where sacrifices made that Bezalel, son of Uri, the son of Hur, had made was in Gibeon in front of the tabernacle of the Lord. So the tabernacle is still moving from place to place, but it now lacks the Ark of the Covenant because David had brought the Ark up to Jerusalem and put it in a tent in the courtyard of the palace. You'll remember why from 2 Samuel. David becomes king after Solomon. But truly, David had no claim on the kingship whatsoever. Dave, uh, Saul, the first king, is from the tribe of Benjamin. Saul had three sons, Jonathan, Abedadab, and Malchishua, who are killed at the Battle of Mount Gilboa. But son number four, Ishbosheth, was still alive. And Saul also had a grandson, the son of Jonathan, Mephibosheth. So how can David step forward and claim kingship? In fact, he's been on the run for 10 years, working as a mercenary for the enemy, the Philistines. So David has a very big job legitimizing his claim to the throne. And one major thing he does to add legitimacy to his kingship is move the Ark of the Covenant to his city, Jerusalem, and place it in the courtyard of the palace with the pillar of cloud and fire over top of it. Talk about affirmation. The physical manifestation of God is now living in David's palace. When people would look and see the pillar of cloud and fire, most certainly God approves of David's reign. It was a very strong statement. So now that Solomon is king, 
Solomon uh, takes the tabernacle that's been moving about without the Ark of the Covenant and offers sacrifice at the tabernacle. Now, verse 7, that night God appeared to Solomon and he said to him, ask for whatever you want me to give you. I know this is a big job, taking over the reign of David. So ask me for whatever you want. Whatever you need to get this job done, ask and it's yours. Solomon answered God, you have shown great kindness to David my father and have made me king in his place. Now, Lord God, let your promise to my father David be confirmed, for you have made me king over people who are as numerous as the dust on the earth. Remember all the way back in Genesis chapter 12, when God made a covenant with Abram, and he said to him, your descendants will be like the stars in the sky or the sand on the seashore. And sure enough,